0: never back down from the opportunity to stand in the truth of who you are and what you want. It's worth risking all the judgment and rejection to create the life that you deeply desire.
1: Welcome to Manifestival. I'm your host, Danette May, and each week I will bring you epic guests and live coaching where you can come to receive profound breakthroughs, courage to break old patterns, and live into your soul's purpose. My mission is to remind people of their power and that they have the control to tap into their energy to achieve extraordinary things. Before I introduce today's guest, I want to thank you all for listening to the podcast. Your support means so much to me. If you're loving what you're hearing, it would mean the world to me if you would give the podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Reading your reviews makes my day, so keep them coming. And they also keep the lights on. They let us do this podcast. Reviews mean the world. Our guest today is Samantha Daly. She's a spiritual business and mindset coach. She's certified past life regression practitioner and host of the top makeshift happen podcast. After graduating college, Samantha chose a non-traditional path, rejecting corporate job offers and relocated to Europe. Her journey into self-development led her to discover her purpose, and she now helps women globally transform their subconscious minds build successful businesses, and manifest their dream through empowering mindset tools and daily rituals. Samantha and I kind of went there. I asked her what she's working on. I asked her what her struggles were and how she connects to source, how she turns out the noise so that she can be a creator and what that looks like for her. So it's been an interesting podcast because I got to witness someone who is walking the walk, who is stepping back from social meetings, stepping back from their phone to get present to their intention and what they're creating. You can find Samantha on Instagram at Samantha Daily and her website is samanthadaily.com. Love you guys so much. Let's dive in and let's welcome Samantha to the show. Well, you guys, I'm super excited to have Samantha here with us on the podcast, and I feel like I'm going to pretend I'm with her in her home in Florida, hopefully sipping on something really delicious and just having like a girlfriend conversation because I'm new to you, but oh my goodness, reading your bio, what you're up doing in this life is super fascinating to me. And Obviously, we come from similar backgrounds and the fact that we really love sharing with people how they can create and how they can truly design their lives. And so I want to ask, I'm just going to go for it. What are you creating right now? Like what's lighting you up right now?
0: Mm, I love this question. It comes at the perfect time because I just spent two months in like a creative portal, if you will. So I took an intentional two months from my business away from selling or promoting anything, I really wanted to tap back into my own creative vortex and allow myself the space to come up with my next creation that I wanted to bring into the world. And so it's a mastermind for female entrepreneurs and it's a it's in the process of being birthed right now. But I spent two months... Really just like going deep and questioning and journaling and spending a lot of time. I think what I noticed for myself as a business owner and, you know, people listening to this, regardless of what you do for a living, I think we can all relate to the fact that social media is really distracting. And I felt this sense of overconsumption kind of taking over my life in a way. And I decided to take a break from Instagram. And I did this whole kind of experiment to find my way back to my creativity. And so I love this question. I feel like it comes at at exactly the right moment. So that's kind of what I've been working on and what I've been doing recently.
1: Can you describe to us, Kay, when you take this time to get into a creative like portal, Vortex. tags. Describe to us what a, like a typical day would look like. How
0: do you get into that space? So the first step for me was really clearing the calendar and just kind of reorganizing the priorities in my life and my business.
1: So looking at like your routine during the days, like what do I have on the calendar? and what's do I move off the calendar to get into the
0: space? Yeah, I think we sometimes we think, you know, I have to do this, I have to do that. But there's always ways to get more ruthless with like, is that just a story? Do you actually have to do that? Right. Do I actually have to spend five hours on Monday creating content for the whole week? That's something that I literally do sometimes in my business. And it's so you like you like block like,
1: off, you're like, okay, hey, Mondays, like I'm looking at everything. This is five hours. And now you're like, do I really need five hours? And is it really
0: Monday? Yeah. Wow. So when I wanted to get into that space, I just kind of had to get and th- and there was things you know with moving client calls or not taking on as many people and reserving more time for myself. So the first thing was looking at the schedule, shifting priorities, creating more space. Because the thing that I learned about creativity and what I see a lot of times with my clients who are building businesses is that we have so much on our plates. We're doing so much. We're creating so much that a lot of times we'll get to this space of feeling like I don't have any new ideas. I'm I'm tapped out creatively and creation literally means to make something out of nothing. And so when I'm trying to get back to creativity, I go, okay, well, what's the root of it? It's nothingness. Where is the nothingness? Where is the spaciousness in your life that will allow you to be creative? And so actively participating in, okay, let's clear this out, move this around. Maybe I don't need to post every single day for the next few weeks because you know what? I want to channel my energy into sitting with myself or connecting with source or whatever it is for you to get back to that creative essence.
1: Wow. And okay, I'm I'm loving this because this is really juicy and I, I feel like it's such a piece to manifesting is the spaciousness. And you just mentioned connecting to source. So I'm going to continue to ask you these questions because I think people are like, wow, like, what does that mean? Like, how do you tap into source? And when she's saying source, you can use any word you want, like God, a higher power. Anybody that's really, truly in a manifesting space understands this is the greatest resource we have is um, tapping into this energy plug. It's like plugging into a divine connection. So I want to know, and I'm sure everybody listening wants to know how what does that look like for you,
0: connecting to source? I think one of, for me personally, I find my connection to source, God, universe, creativity, divine downloads and ideas a lot through the body. So it's a lot of times when I'm moving, like I always tell my clients, I get my best ideas, to be honest. When, when you're I'm, moving? Yeah, when I'm working out or when I'm on That's a walk. That's me too. <laughs> That's awesome when you've got your like vibey music on and you're changing your energetic state in your body and there's no, you're not like sitting at a computer screen or trying to think of an idea. You're just in your body. You're alive. You're like in your little, your, I, I've heard you say that your, your bodies, we are like antennas, right? And so if we use that analogy of your, you being the antenna, you are super open. Your ante- antenna is like attuned to the frequency of the universe when you are present and when you're moving. And I think movement is a way for a lot of people to drop into presence. So that's a big one for me. And I think it's an important one to mention too, because a lot of people think of when you hear, oh, connect to source, it feels like this super esoteric spiritual thing where you've got to get into this space with burning all the sage and the Palo Santo and you have to have the 552 Hertz music or whatever. But like, it and and all that stuff is great, but like, it doesn't always have to be that complicated, you know?
1: Do you have a prayer? Do you do prayer or meditation? Is that part of your connection source?
0: Yeah. So I do, I started this thing probably about a year ago. And this is my prayer practice currently. It sends me to sleep. So I do it at night when I'm laying in my bed and i'm i'm trying to fall asleep and i basically send myself to sleep every night thanking god for all of the things that i'm grateful for So I just start with whatever feels present. A lot of times it's for my health. Sometimes I'll do an entire body scan and I'll go through and and thank God for my brain and my healthy eyes and my digestive system and my heart that's pumping my blood. And I'll just go through the whole body and then, you know, maybe it'll extend to like family or things that are going on in my life or the opportunities or the abundance that's available. I never end the prayer because I fall asleep (laughs) in prayer. But I think it's a really beautiful way to send yourself to sleep, especially because of what we know about your brain waves when you're in that transition into sleep mode. It's when your subconscious is the most malleable, if you will. And so sending yourself to sleep in a beautiful state of gratitude and prayer is really powerful.
1: Do you ever feel like you need an extra push to feel inspired or motivated to take on the day? I know I do at times. And are you searching for a sign to nudge you one step closer to achieving your goals? I've decided to do something and I'm doing it absolutely free. All you have to do is text joy. You're going to text joy to 720. Grab your pen and paper right now. 720-706-5956. And I'm going to send you free weekly inspirational messages from me directly to your phone. We don't have to do this life alone. I want to be there as a support. So just go ahead and simply text JOY to 720-706-5956. And I'm going to be sending you free. It might be an affirmation or encouragement, maybe a meditation, something that will help you start your week in the right foot with a simple message from me. Again, text JOY. And I'm going to give you that number one more time, 720-706-5956 to receive free weekly inspirational messages from me directly to your phone. I love you. That's awesome. Okay, I read something in this sheet that they gave me and I have to ask you what this means. So I'm going to actually read it if I've got to find it. What does it mean to polarize, to magnetize in the context of attracting an audience or clients? I know we're jumping but I was like what does she mean by that that totally
0: fascinated me polarized to magnetize what does that mean I teach this to my clients all the time so this is really about well, I guess you could take it with anything, but in the way that I teach it in the context of business, it's really your presence online and this idea of, you know, attracting your people or your tribe. But even for anybody, this you can use this with your just energetics of the way that you show up in the world and being able to attract the right people into your life. So it applies across the board, but the lens through which I teach this is business. And so, clients, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so Polarize to Magnetize, what that means is if you think about what makes a magnet magnetic, it's the fact that it has polar ends, right? So there's one side that's gonna make them go, you know, click together, magnetic. And then there's the other side that when you hold the two magnets together, you can feel that like energy fighting and you can't pull them together. So this is the energy that makes a magnet magnetic. And so if we want to become magnets, for clients or people or opportunities or abundance or whatever it is in our lives. We have to polarize ourselves. We have to be willing to be polar, which is really just a lesson in being your most authentic self. Because when you stand in the truth of who you are and what you want and what you believe, even though it may ruffle some feathers, or you know there's a whole group of people over here that totally disagree, or maybe it's your politics or spiritual views or whatever it is, you've got to be willing to be polar if you want to be magnetic. Now, if you don't want to be polar because you are a people pleaser or because you want to be good with everybody, that's fine. But we know that your life becomes juicier and more decadent and more delicious when you actually have the right people in your life that are a 100% soul yes connection of I see you on that, I feel you on that, I'm so with you, like, yes, I love what you're about, I love what you talk about, you are for me. The connections that you create, whether it's, you know, through social media and audience or just in your life in general, are going to be so much deeper and more fulfilling if you are willing to stand in your polar opinions and basically be your authentic self. So that's what polarized and magnetized means. When you decide to become polar, you naturally become more magnetic for the right people. The consequence of this is that you are going to repel the wrong people. And that's what everybody's trying to avoid. They're trying to avoid the judgment. They're trying to avoid people not liking them. And so we avoid the positives of actually having that really strong, deep magnetic connection.
1: What's so beautiful about what you said is it's being your authentic self. It's not being polarizing for the sake of just being polarizing because you think you're going to get attention, which I think most people can sniff out anyway, but when you just choose to be you and know that the right people will come by you being you, there's power in that. And I, oh, I love that. And I love that for people who are trying to attract partners in their life, friendships in their life, maybe even employees, lovers. This is powerful. I love this. So I, I imagine that requires like a journal like a daily practice of checking in and and going, who am I? And how do I show up in the world that feels really true for me and really taking evaluation? Because we're all programmed, right? We're all programmed if we're not aware of what we really truly desire and who we really are.
0: Yeah, I think we can ask ourselves, like, how am I censoring? Because that's really what it is, is, is we filter and we censor ourselves for the sake of connection. We don't want to lose that connection. People do this all the time in dating, right? We censor ourselves, we filter ourselves, we water ourselves down because we're afraid that the other person isn't going to like us. And we know that, you know, if you were to show up to that, instead and go, okay, well, do I like this person, right? Let me think about if I like them and let me just be my fullest self and be super honest and be me. And if they're attracted to that, then great. We've saved ourselves a lot of time from doing that dance of, you know, you like this version of me that I have put on. But then when I become my real self later on, we discover, oh, there's some things where we don't match. So I
1: have this theory, I'm curious if you have it too, that, you know, there's different areas of our life, whether it's relationships, it's business, it's doing a lot of fun trips, it's the relationship with ourselves it's our health where we are actually some of them were like i i got this down you know i'm really good at this of attracting whatever the thing is and there's certain areas where man i don't know why but i'm not as good at that in this area and using these specific like manifesting steps which a lot of people have heard about and i know you talk a lot about do you find that you have an area that you're like man, I I get to really fine tune my my skill set on understanding attraction and polarizing in this particular area because it's just not, it's my area I get to work on. Do you feel like you have one of those? Because I feel like I do. And I feel like a lot of people have, you know, one or two, some people a little bit more and you get to like, I had to at the beginning days really work on a lot of them. But then some of them came a little easier and then others were like, well, I have some, because usually it's a past wound or a past thing that you got to kind of keep working through. Curious if you have one and if you feel this theory as well.
0: Yeah, I think that for me, it's probably been the. I'm really good at like intentional manifestations. And so I can create really amazing results in my life, whether it's through career or money or accomplishments or even relationships and things like that. But my area of manifestation where I'm like, wow, I need to like work on that more is the sort of like, random luck and opportunities arena. And it's because when I dove into that, it was that there was a belief there that that's not as easy to create because I can't affect as much change with it. So what I mean by that is the things like that you hear about all the time of random checks in the mail or, you know, randomly got upgraded to first class on on a flight. Like I didn't even, it was almost like I didn't even really try to channel my manifestation principles towards those things because I felt that they were so random and so out of my control that it just wouldn't happen. Do you know what I mean? Whereas other things, it's like you have the action step of manifestation where it's like, okay, well, what am I going to do about it? And I was always a very logical person growing up until I sort of, you know, had my spiritual awakening. And then I tapped into this divine energy of like wow i i'm i'm the co-creator i I'm, I'm not in control of everything of my life there's this other force that's working with me and everything is happening for me and and it's working out for me but so i still have some of those deep rooted like oh well that's unrealistic or well that's just you know like chance right yeah
1: wow that's cool thank you for sharing that i just wanted to just bring that up in case anyone listening kind of feels like they're like man, why do I struggle maybe X, Y, Z with money or with my health? And it's just to let you know that the, there's always room to kind of explore and look within in particular areas that you're like, oh, that one feels a little more sticky than other areas. And it's totally normal. And I, I wanted to bring that up because you might look at Samantha, you might hear her bio and be like, she doesn't struggle like this is there's no struggle here. And it's not true. So what would you say is your biggest struggle right now in your life? What are you navigating right now that is your gift and your opportunity, but sometimes we label as struggle?
0: I think for the past year and a half, it's been this focus on my health, actually, because I... Went through. I had a lot of gut health issues, and so I went on a journey of repairing my gut health, and it affected my hormones and my skin. And I came off of the pill, and that was, you know, a a crazy experience for trying to, you know, heal naturally from that. And I think I do have this, this feeling to go back to your point of you know everyone struggles, and some things are harder than others. That there's a, a belief that affecting my health and my physical body is more challenging than manifesting money or business success or whatever, right? For, for whatever reason. And so it's been a, it's been a process of trusting and having patience because working with your health and healing in a holistic way is never going to be the quickest fix. And I tried a lot of the quick fixes before that, which led me into the more holistic route. And I just realized this isn't going to happen overnight. You know, you you don't regulate your hormones or heal your gut from years of antibiotics and birth control or whatever it was in a month or two months or even three months. And so it's been this, this process of surrender. Which is, you know, another element of you know manifestation and our relationship to the divine of surrendering to the plan and letting go of our timeline in service of what's best for us and how things are meant to unfold. And that's as you know, we all like to have control and we just want things now. Of course, we all want instant gratification. We want the body now. We want the relationship now. We want the business now. We want the money now. We want everything now. And so it's been a lesson for me of of surrender and patience and trust.
1: Yeah. What would you tell someone who's like, feels like the thing that they're desiring or this this intention that they have feels so far away? What would you advise them when it comes to the manifesting realm? If they do feel that and they're like, yeah, I get it. And, but yet it still feels clear out here.
0: Do you have any wisdom around that? It's almost like you have to, unfortunately, it, like, uh, was it Jim Carrey that said, I wish that everyone would become rich and famous so that they could realize that it, it doesn't make them happy or, or whatever the, the quote was like that. And it's almost like you have to experience these things to come to the realization yourself because you can hear that quote, you can hear people talk about, oh, that outcome or whatever is not gonna make you happy. It's more about the journey than the destination. As soon as you achieve the goal, you're gonna have a new goal. Like we kind of have to stop thinking that when I get, X, wherever that is for you, the goal that feels like it's so far out in the future. When I get X, then everything will be better or everything will be easier or I'll be happier or whatever. We have to stop thinking that way. But it's easier said than done. We hear it all the time and we don't actually change the way that we feel. We still believe when I get there, I'm going to feel better or things are going to be easier. And so I think there is a part of just having to experience it yourself and go through the journey and achieve certain things and realize, you know, I thought that thing was going to make me happy. And maybe this is a reflection point for you where you look back and you're like, maybe you thought that, you know, the only thing you wanted was to get engaged or get married. And like, that would be, you know, your whole life would be just amazing at that point. But, you know, those things come and go and then you have new goals and you have new aspirations and you have new things. And maybe you wanted to achieve something with your health or your body in the past and you did it. But here you are again, or you have a, you know, a different challenge now and using the reflection to remind you that the goal or the outcome is never going to be the thing that fixes your life or makes you happy. And so we have a choice to make, which is, you know, be focused on the outcome and obsessed with the idea that, oh, my God, it's so far away and why would I even bother or this is so challenging Or to look at our lives and remember that this is the only one that we get. And the true experience of life is the journey. So, how can I make it fun? How can I gamify the experience of getting closer to this outcome? Right? How can I go, okay, this is a universal test. And it's like I'm playing a video game. And how am I going to get to the next level? And how am I going to show up? And when I receive a challenge or a setback, like, what's the person that I want to be? How am I going to show up to the universe and say, watch me? I'm going to knock you your test out of the park like kind of gamifying the journey and just remembering that when you get there you're going to feel exactly the same as you feel now within about 10 to 30 seconds of of achieving the accomplishment and so you might as well enjoy enjoy the journey to get there
1: so good i love that i love that you might as well just enjoy the journey just enjoy the journey and that actually brings me to my question around presence because to enjoy the journey you have to be present to what is What's in front of you? That's what brings joy. That's what brings, I believe, peace. And so what would you say to someone to amplify their presence?
0: Eliminate distractions in your life. We have so many distractions, so many unnecessary things that are pulling our attention away from the present moment. Getting really honest with yourself about what your distractions are. For a lot of us, it's our phones. If you want to be more present in your life, if like I didn't experiment where I said at the start of the episode, I went off of social media and it was just for 10 days, but it was insane how much I didn't even need my phone. I didn't even look at it. I would turn it off at night and sometimes it would be like middle of the day and I'd be like, where's my phone? And then I would remember, oh, it's still on the charger turned off on my bedside table. Um, So eliminate distractions. It allows you to get more... Present. And then I think setting intentions, right? So if you have an experience, if you have like a graduation or a wedding or a date night or something that you really want to be present for, set the intention. We forget how powerful it is to simply drop into your body and set the intention. I intend on this date to be fully present with my partner. I intend to engage in meaningful conversations, to look them in the eye, to have a beautiful experience together, to have my heart fully open. to be 100% there. Or if it's with your kids, if you have, you know, an hour in the evening where you really want to be present with your kids, set the intention. Take a few deep breaths before you walk into the room and go, I intend to be fully present with my children here for the next hour, to play with them, to laugh with them, to engage in their games and conversations and not look at anything else, but just be there. The intention is so powerful. Wow, so good. I love that. And you can drop into an intention at
1: any time, like she's saying, any moment, walking into a meeting, walking into the living room, walking into a date, walking into the grocery store, wherever you're going, you can always set that intention. I love that. My final question that I like asking everyone is imagine you're standing in front of millions of people. It's your opportunity to say one thing to them. What is it that you would share?
0: I think I would say... Never back down from the opportunity to stand in the truth of who you are and what you want. It's worth risking all the judgment and rejection to create the life that you deeply desire.
1: Ooh, thank you. That was beautifully said. I loved having you on. Thank you for your vulnerability, letting me ask you like your biggest like, where are you excited about what you're creating right now to your struggles to, you know, how you actually stay present and how you connect with source? These are juicy questions. So thanks for being vulnerable. And I've loved chatting with you. And thank you for so much for being on the Manifestable podcast today.
0: Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure.
1: All right, you guys. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. We like hearing from you. So you have all of her information in the show notes, but tag Samantha, tag me, share what you loved about this, share this episode out. We love hearing from you and, you know, we might respond back to you. So please share with us what the takeaway is from you. And we'll try to get back to you guys on social in the DMS when you guys do that. So love you guys so much and have a beautiful, beautiful day.